What is that? Panic at the Disco? No, it's Modern Man by... Uh, Modern Man! Oh, Arcade Fire. Yeah. I know, I was just joshing your bagels. Your bagels be joshed. Uh, welcome to a Midworst podcast. Narcissistic uh. pursuit of our opinions on sports and more. My name is Luke. My and name I'm is Zach. Oh, he got me. <laughs> Zoinks! This is Toilet, coming to you live. Just kidding, it's a podcast. Coming to you live from the Toilet Cave. <laughs> Flush. Flush. Hey, uh, I want to kick things off. Did you guys have a better Blackout Wednesday, Thanksgiving, Blackout Friday, Shithead Saturday, Sunday, <laughs> Cyber Monday, or Giving Tuesday? If you had to power rank those, where would you guys land? Well, I'd say my Thanksgiving was number one because I talked with you boys. Oh, oh nice. that, that's Cute. a good from answer. From the heart. From, from the, the heart. heart. From the heart. I would say my I'm... best day off was probably Saturday, although mm. I kind of went on a mini bender this weekend because, Ooh. I mean, it's Thanksgiving, and I didn't yeah. have to go anywhere, really. So what else is there to do? Other than Except polish it. off a bottle of wine. Yeah, <laughs> polish off a bottle of wine. By noon. <laughs> Get polish high on my couch. Cognac and watch college football on a Friday. Um, and watch all your bets win. Yeah. Um, so yesterday and today, I felt good. That's um, how long your uh, <clears throat> hangover lasted from Thanksgiving? <laughs> no, I just like wasn't super like feeling it on Monday. You know, after a long weekend, you have to go back to your inbox. And you've been just like Ooh. thinking about... It was so hard to rev up the gears on Monday. I didn't really have a lot to do. And it was just like, it took every ounce of me just to read through like, <clears throat> I don't know, 15, 20 emails. Sorry, it was a low T moment. No, that's that's what this is all about is just kind of getting those thoughts out in the open. So it's good to kind of, you know, have that in the ether so that we can prepare ourselves. What are the other low T Mondays or like the worst? Is it like Super Bowl Super Bowl Monday? Is that kind no. of a, a tough one? No, no, because I'm always in the middle of busy season. Okay. Luke, Luke can attest to that. I usually don't. I usually don't imbibe on Super Bowl Sunday. There's no off season for CPAs, baby. No, no off season. Um, I would imagine get... that would be bad. Oh, the 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 um Monday after Fourth of July weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. that one's pretty. That's brutal. a big one. The wish Monday... I could relate. Sorry, boys. <laughs> the Monday where you return from <laughs> winter break whatever that means to you. Oh, yes. If you get a week, if you get two weeks, if you get more than that, whatever that day is, that return is just the worst because for like about four days, four work days leading into it, you're thinking like, all right, I can get away with not doing that much today. Got winter break coming up, you know. I might open my email up, check some things midway through. Midway through, you're thinking, hell no, I'm not going to open up my email. Fuck that. Yeah, it's a good point because um, <clears throat> we're in the busy schedule with school, scheduling meetings and whatnot, and we know when we're coming back from winter break, but Smart Toilet is looking at the calendar and saying, wow, that first week we're coming back, I'm not going to plan anything at all. The fact that I'll be back at school with the lights on and things 
with like with belt loopholes is going to be enough for me. Let's push all those meetings at least a week back so I can get back into a groove. <laughs> That's a good idea. So what was what was what were you thinking, Toilet? What was your favorite day? Yeah, what's it? Yeah. Oh, obviously Giving Tuesday. I mean, I've I've always been a long long time philanthropist. Um and you know, m- making sure that I, I'm a complete shithead on Monday. My favorite person to holiday shop for is myself. Um, I've got some joggers coming. I've got some frisbee golf discs coming. You know, toilets gonna some be scoobs. Having- <laughs> scoobs. Who's looking? Um, yeah, my butt's gonna be looking good in them scoobs. Hey, toilet. <laughs> who did you give it to this day? Uh, sensitive toilet corner. What are you guys' favorite charities? My favorite charity is St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. That's for, a good one. For like six years, well, not six years, for a few years now on my birthday, I've always wanted to say like, hey, instead of giving to like some random Facebook charity, here's my Venmo card. <laughs> here's oh. my Venmo. Hit me up with yeah. some cash. <laughs> yes. Cash influx for the Luke. Well, you know, we do need some new recording equipment. Luke, you oh. could just funnel it into the uh, into the podcast. Oh, there you go. Yeah, do we count as a charity now? If we're, if we're non for profit, I mean, we are giving this away for free. Wow. Okay, <laughs> it's Good a public service. What we're doing? Wow, we're providing well, critical information to people that they happy giving Tuesday else. to the boys. <laughs> um, Zach, you made a joke about no longer gambling, um, but I see on the. Uh, Google Doc here, there is a Borat voice. Not! <laughs> yes, thank you for reading that in the Borat voice. <laughs> no, I just, uh, I I um, I didn't particularly have, like, that great, it was a nice voice crack. I didn't particularly have that, that great of a weekend. Um, Edit that out. On the, uh, yeah, for the, uh, for my NFL picks. And then um, I, I, I had bet, I had bet this, the uh, Seahawks minus six. And then literally mm-hmm. I, like, Gucci cursed myself. Because I was uh, I was watching The Crown, I'm you know just civilized like that, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, there, I'm like, oh, there's no way that this is going to be. There's no way that the Zach that... is just spitting at his TV every time Margaret Thatcher appears on screen. I haven't made it to season four yet, so because you I'm witch, still, I'm still in the I'm still in the sixties. Um, but no, no, yeah, I I was like, oh, there's no way they're gonna. There's no way they're gonna. Um, the the eagles are going to cover this like they look like shit and like they you know so bad I, I, i've been i've been like i've been all over carson wentz because like i you know i'm not i'm not new to this and this isn't a new take from anybody who's ever like gambled on the eagles this year but it's like just no one can figure them out right right and i've been just waiting and waiting and waiting for him to turn the corner and they never they never really have and and i did go heavy on boston scott in some fantasy leagues this year oh. so i could be i i am uh I'm a little, I'm a little uh, salty about that, but anyways, yeah, they I, that stupid touchdown to Richard Rodgers, and it's the same guy who caught the touchdown against um, against Detroit from um, Aaron Rodgers too. Yeah. It was just fucking trash. It was well, so that- bad, and I'm just like sitting there, and I'm like, God, fuck, like I needed to even for, for the for the weekend. So I guess it wasn't it wasn't too terrible. I wasn't chasing a ton or anything. It was, uh, it, it was just a, it was a, it was a pain in the ass. Hey, I told you to bet on the Stillers today. That's on you, baby. You could have been even for the weekend, but no, I, I didn't. No, I did. I didn't bet. On the, I bet on the Ravens today. I told you to bet on the Stillers. No, I bet on the Ravens. Money, baby. They, they didn't cover, did they? Oh yeah, they did. It was like ten and a half. Oh, was it? Okay, I thought it was only three or something. Because it was in 
Baltimore. <laughs> I had to sweat it out, though. It's fun, <laughs> it was it's close. Fun, it's fun being on the side of RG3, that's for sure. Well, that's the thing is you should have covered that spread in the Eagles-Seahawks uh, game because oh, they had two fourth downs that they did not convert. Did they you... easily could have kicked a field goal, but the Eagles are so pathetic. It's like, yeah, let's just go and try and convert these fourth downs. Toilet, did you watch, did you watch the end of that game? Did you see the Hail Mary? I did not. I okay. only saw the first half, and the Eagles looked lifeless. So I oh went to God, bed comfortable. I'm proud of you. But the the two point play. I don't know if you stayed up for it, Luke, but it was just like it was every it was every gambler's like worst nightmare. I guess if you're on the other side of it, you're just like yes, 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 yes. Like they're running the cover <laughs> play, and then I'm I'm sitting there with like I'm sitting there with my phone in my hand, about to just like chuck it through a window. So did they make a uh, two point conversion to cover the spread or to push the spread? They they did yeah because they were down. Um, oh my god! They were down fourteen. No 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 no. Sorry. Wait. No. Yeah. Yeah. Were they, they were down yeah, fourteen. They were, yeah, they were down fourteen. And so they eight. get to six. Yeah, and then they get they go for two because apparently and like Big Cat keeps joking about this on on Twitter and PMT that Matt <laughs> say you're you're supposed to go for two in that situation. Yeah. Meaning like I guess if you don't if you weren't to get it and you can talk me off the ledge on the strategy toilet, but I guess if you, if you don't get it, you get another chance cause you still have to get another touchdown. Right. And if you get it on the first try, then all you have to do is go down, score another touchdown, kick the field goal and win by one. Yeah. Math. Yeah. Math. And that's yeah, what they sure, say to like the earlier. You kind do of it. Math. Sure. That's kind of math. Sure. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. But like they uh, literally like nobody even tackled. I, I didn't even, I think it was like, uh, I think Miles Sanders like literally walked in without being touched. It's just it, it blew my mind that the Monday night football coverage is all about wow the Eagles like their offensive line is just patched together Carson Wentz has no time like he sucks but he also is not really having a lot of people help him but then the Bears commentary on Sunday night football I know I'm just a meatball and I'm a Bears fan but <laughs> no. it's either like let it here, sink in like here are comments about how great the Packers are or here are comments about how terrible the Bears are. While those same things are still true for the Bears, but no one is actually explaining, like, oh, Alex Bars is playing guard. He literally has no idea his ass from his elbow. And he's in there starting a guard right now, where you have one starter who's in there. And, and he's not playing the right position either. Cody Whitehair started at left tackle instead of at center. He played at left guard, I think. And I think oh. uh, Charles Leno <laughs> played, but I think he got hurt. It was just a disaster from start to finish. And, like, the national broadcasters, like, I like Tariko and Dungy, but for them to just, like, co constantly fillet Aaron Rodgers and constantly, like, bash the Bears, instead of, like, hey, like, here's why the Bears are terrible, instead of just being like, oh, Mitch Trubisky's terrible. Yeah, we all freaking know that. You put five freaking Bears games in primetime. You've seen this garbage <laughs> team rolled out multiple times already. People Last are Last week in primetime, they lost to the Vikings. Last week! The last time they had a game after before their bye, they were in freaking prime time. Yeah, and uh, was it that like Kirk Cousins is like second win ever on Monday Night Football? Uh, like, really embarrassing. First, uh, okay, an even more yeah. embarrassing stat. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for making my embarrassing <sighs> stat even more embarrassing. <laughs> I have a related take here. Um, it was I think either from the maybe the week before or something like that. But like regional football game selection, why do I have to watch? the team that's closest to uh, my team when my team is not playing? Why do I have to watch like teams like the Colts or the Titans? Or I mean, divisional makes sense because they're in our division. We're curious what's going to happen there. But like New Orleans, we've watched like 18 New Orleans Saints games. I've seen more like New Orleans Those Saints Those are just games. America's games of the week. 
And typically no, they just... uh, in the early slot. No, he's talking about the early slot. Oh. Why is that the game that they choose for me? I do not want to... Like, why can't I just pick, like, oh, the Rams, uh, Rams-Cardinals is happening right now? I want to watch that. Well, you can you can do that. You just have to pay $250 a year for the privilege to do that. So is the point they give me the shittiest game possible happening right then to goad me into buying that package? Actually, yeah. probably, yeah. Probably. Oh, my God, that's so perfect, and it's Dude, so annoying. I will let you know that I had... Um, I had uh red zone for like the first week as like a promo package it's yeah. so much fun it's the best dude yeah i had a like one you year could, you could, yeah you could split you can go between like any um uh no i didn't have no i didn't have red zone sorry it's sunday ticket so you could actually pick between like any games and watch full broadcasts and even do like the um they have like a a channel that has four boxes and eight boxes yeah. You literally watch every single game going on during the during the time period, <laughs> and all of the commentary is going on simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want, though. Like Luke, isn't that why you have the MLB package? Because you want to listen to local broadcasters. They're so much better than the national guys. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I mean, with baseball radio, I mean that's like the epitome of local broadcast flavor. Because you also get get them to do all the local live reads too, which are fucking hilarious, especially in some of the smaller markets. Like, yes, today's game is brought to you by your local Tampa Bay area pipe fitters union. If you need some plumbing done on your commercial or industrial building, call a pipe fitters union certified tradesman, and they'll be right out there to get you. We or they'll invite the Scabby the Rat just, in front of your building. More. <laughs> Just more and more ads for the village of New Lenox. <laughs> this, this Buffalo it's not Bills a suburb. Brought to you by the village of New Lenox. Toilet. Uh, no, Luke, on my way home uh, this past Sunday, I was driving during the football games, and um, I actually listened to The Drive on Sirius. That's mm. pretty cool. The, like That's the one where it plugs you into the broadcasts for like scoring plays and that sort of stuff. So like you hear oh. some of like you hear some of like the funniest voices like the dude who does play by play for the Cardinals. Yes. No, 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 no. The color guy. The color guy. Yes, he yes, yes. Is I don't know who he is. Luke, can we splice in some some best of the color guy for the Arizona Cardinals? What the fuck is this, Luke? Can we splice in some <laughs> of the best of the color guy? Wow, splice that sounded in. great, Luke. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, wow, thanks, Luke. Really nice of you. Um, but no, he's he's the he's the best. And for yeah. some reason the Vikings broadcast always sounds like the dude's like inside of a submarine. It sounds so bad. <laughs> He's in the trenches. Um, I, I would love that. I think that definitely, like, if you get that as a part of the package, that would loop me in a little bit better. Like, I would, I would much rather instead of listening to Mark Schlereth try and put three consecutive words together, I would much rather listen to the local people. And and this goes on. Remember, we talked about this before the season started about how actually no, this was the fir- after the first week. We would like a service on um, Tuesday morning that gets us that like amalgamates all the hottest takes from yes. local sports yes. talk radios on monday mornings after yes. losses because like i listened in to um uh, uh the mike valenti show in detroit uh the day after they lost <laughs> the day after they lost to mitch trubisky oh god was, oh yeah you was, mentioned this so good and i like if there's if there's crushing losses across the board like i i would sign i would sign up for that yeah like Just, this like, week yeah Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying, like, just like, like here this week, um, we're gonna give you the uh, like, you know, the angriest Philadelphia sports talk radio segment. Um, yeah. Tuesday morning or whatever. Yeah. 
This week we're playing the Lions, and I don't want to listen to anyone talk shit about the Bears. I just want to talk about how happy the Lions commentators and Lions players are because they don't are not playing for Matt Patricia right now, and how I'm they're sure, playing inspired. Yeah, I'm sure it's like Ding Dong, the Witch is Dead, like other famous celebration scenes where everybody comes out. Like, I don't know, where they defeat Sauron. It's a wonderful life. <laughs> It's a wonderful life when Jimmy Stewart doesn't commit suicide, but he still owes everybody money. Hey, oh. <laughs> wow, that me. got dark. Sorry. Yikes. Um, two things, uh, Zach. First, when you said that you were listening to The Drive, I thought you were talking about 97.1 FM, The Drive. Shout out. Shout, Shout out, out, Dad Rack. Dad Rock. Let's go. Dad Rock. <laughs> Official um, radio station of New Balance Shoes. No, the official radio station of listening to music in the car with your parents. <laughs> the official radio station of your alarm clock radio in high school is about as loud as it can get, and they're still not playing songs that are loud enough to wake you up. Like, this is 97.1 FM The Drive, playing at negative three decibels, coming to you live with Gordon Lightfoot's... <laughs> This is 97.1 FM, The Drive. Uh, we're getting ready for a uh, morning filled with uh, snow in your commute, and we're going to play a little bit of Paul Simon here to get you going. <laughs> but then, especially during the middle of winter, too, like the darkest days, like that's when, especially on local radio, they're hitting the local jewelry store commercials, and those commercials are absolutely ballistic with their jingles. It could only be Jared! <laughs> <laughs> That'll wake you up. Oh no, it's got to be a December to remember. I need to go to Jared. And buy a Lexus. <laughs> LOL. Um, I had some other football takes from this weekend. Uh, number one take, why are punters so bad? Like, Johnny Hecker is a god and everyone else just... Shut up. He's sucks. another guy I can't, I, can't, I can't stand listening to people fillet him okay pretend well. he's on the bears how excited would we be about johnny hacker be literally the most electric part of bears football i almost bought a brad maynard jersey back as a brad kid. maynard paul edinger <laughs> patrick manley that was a force dude yeah i don't know why punters have to suck so much you feel like, like that that's like a situation that's like a position where why can't you find someone who's athletic enough to play like like you it's, it's almost like you have a wasted opportunity right a yes. wasted resource like yeah, you, you have to you have to give a roster spot to some guy who's got a howitzer attached to his leg. But like, why can't he do something else? Uh, yeah, I'm totally for it. Like, I'm not trying to get punters out of the league, but position players punting <laughs> would be fucking hilarious. Kyle Long back there, like a 330 pound guard lined up to fucking punt the ball. I mean, they are they also have to hold, which I guess is important. Um because no, you really don't want that kind of fuck that up. We're back to rugby rules, where the person who scores the touchdown has to complete the extra point. Oh, yeah, that would be. A, but you get to move it back, right? What do you mean? Like you get to move it like back where it was, like the three oh, yard yeah, line or whatever. Three yeah. yard line. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no more thirty-three yard field goals for them, but um, that would solve the problem that they had, where the extra point was automatic. Like now, DeAndre Hopkins has to line up to kick an extra point. <laughs> but or, if you did like a traditional field goal, you could keep like Justin Tucker. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Those are great. <laughs> and then your place kicker would just be your punter. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I'm just like watching punts like sail out of bounds against like guys who are like the Bears returner. Like you're really afraid of like 
I mean, it's not even Cordero Patterson who scored a touchdown on a kick return a couple weeks ago. Like, it's that 82. I don't even know what that guy's name is, but he looks like Cordero Patterson because he has dreads, but it's not him. Um, uh, is it Dwayne Harris? Yeah, maybe that's yeah. it. It's like, why are you afraid of Dwayne Harris? You punting it out of bounds of the 30? Like, you can't find a guy who can consistently punt it inside the 15. I feel like it's not that hard. But it must I, be because they can't do it. Yeah, I mean, if there's if they're professional athletes and they all they do is punt, and there's only like 32 guys who are really good enough to cut it at that level. Maybe yeah. it's only like there are 10 guys who are good enough to cut it at that level, like quarterbacks. Sure. Yeah. And everybody just makes do with whatever's left. Shout out Pat O'Donnell. I think longest tenured bear right now. Oh, might Probably. be. Drafted him, and, him. Him and Charles Leno, I think. Uh, <laughs> eh. You uh, tour that you want to do uh, 45 minutes on Charles Leno? I mean, he's he's like 15th on the list of the Bears' problems this year. I missed 2018 <laughs> when Charles Leno was like the the biggest glaring problem on the Bears' offense. I, I long for those days. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, speaking of, uh, I got I got a, a trick play, Matt Nagy. I know you're listening. Here's a play that I know is going to work. <laughs> We've not really been dip it deep, digging in the bag of tricks for any any trick plays this year. I feel like that's like you know we said this a couple weeks ago. It's kind of a, a sign of weakness. But I think at this point, you're five and six. It's time to try some trick plays. Yeah. Um, here's an idea. You are in the middle of the field. You got trips to one side, and your okay. most inside receiver pretends to throw up. Actually, what he, what he actually does is he has a bunch of – you all call timeout. You're coming out of the timeout. Uh, everyone's locked in. And then your third receiver just, like, takes a knee and, like, he, he had a bunch of water in his mouth from the timeout. Yeah, orange Gatorade. Orange Gatorade, perfect. And he just, like, makes a huge scene and, like, takes, takes a knee, starts puking. The other two receivers, like, start, like, walking in at the same time. And then they stop and they pause for a second because they have to be set. And they're like trying to help this guy, so they're like bunched right now. Like they got a hand on the guy's shoulder, like trying to talk to him or whatever. And then the the fourth receiver on the other side, away from the trips, starts like sprinting in motion as if he's like coming to help. But then you actually snap the ball, and that guy runs deep. Big play (laughs) for a touchdown. What do y'all think? Sounds like a lot of pre-snap motion. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say there's probably an illegal formation, illegal procedure somewhere. No, this they they motion to a bunch basically because they're trying to help the guy that puked. But then the other guy gets a running start. (laughs) He's like, "Oh, I'm coming across the line, but don't mind me. I'm still in formation and still legally allowed to to cross through the backfield." Well, that happens before the game. Like the referees ask you, "Oh, do you have any trick plays?" And we'd be like, "Yeah, we got a bounce pass, we got a double reverse pass, we got all this shit." Wait, they do? Cool. Yeah. For high school, yeah, yeah, <laughs> really, because they're like, we don't want to like, like, we don't want to blow the whistle too early. If you guys got some cool trick plays, we're like, yeah. Wait, this is blowing. This is blowing my mind. I didn't yes. know you had to disclose. I didn't know you just disclose like special formations before the game. Yeah, we'd be like, oh, we've got like a center eligible play. Yeah, you can go. You can go hard in the paint. <laughs> okay, we've got one that starts center, out looking like a zone eligible. read. <laughs> It starts out looking like a zone read. As the play develops, it, it's still going to look like a zone read. Don't blow the whistle. Uh, <laughs> in the end, it's probably just going to be a zone read, but we might do some cool shit. So just let us uh, cook in the backfield, and you'll see. It's funny you say that because we do have uh, inside zone play where if uh, we're against co- cover two and then like it's the short side safety comes into the box and cheats, the uh, receiver on the single side will run deep and will throw it over his head. Is a receiver allowed to start a play in a kneeling position? Why not? 
As long as it's not really political of you, Luke. Oh, Oh. (laughs) if he doesn't have the ball, yeah. Because once your knee is down in high school and college, you're down. Toilet. When you run, when you guys run that play and the guy goes deep, do you do the Lane Kiffin throw the clipboard in the air when the pass is up? Um, The closest I've ever gotten to that is my second year, no, my third year coaching football ever. Our backup (laughs) tight end was in, and he was terrible, like 120 pounds soaking wet, and we ran just like a, a. very simple four vertical concept against the cover three and four this verts. four verts and this terrible tight end caught a touchdown and I screamed into the headset, I am a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, riddle me this toilet is a, um, is a receiver allowed to start a play in a three technique stance, <laughs> a three point stance. Yeah. yeah why not? Stance. Whether he's, it's just all that matters is if he's on or off the line. So on um, uh, outside runs, why don't why not just like line up tight ends in the wide out to just um, like demolish yeah. backs? Yeah, that's definitely. We actually had that formation it was called diamond, where you put like the tackle out there at the top of a bunch formation. There, you, exactly. That's what I'm wow, talking about. And the I tackle just mauls the corner, but that that you need a tackle who's athletic enough to keep up with the corner. Okay, so that's kind of the trade off. But good point. I like that. Um, who really could have used some trick plays are some of the coaches on Thanksgiving because those games, those games are trash. Sucked. Like Ooh. barely even worth paying attention to. Yo, Perfect do we to get, fall asleep to. Do 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 we get a reprieve or like any sort of um like appeal because of the uh, fantasy points for uh, Will Fuller? No. Why would we? Because he cheated. What do you do? He was on PEDs. He was taking oh. cocaine before games. <laughs> Ooh, how much cocaine? Helping with, the, helping with his hamstring. Enough for it to show up on a drug test, so presumably uh. a bunch of cocaine. Hey, or he we, did we don't like, presume, we assume. Or we, uh, like, right before the game he was doing it, because it showed up on a drug screen, and usually that's in and out. What's the difference between presuming something and assuming something? Um, presumption versus assumption. I don't yeah. know. I use them pretty much interchangeably, although Me I'm too. sure I'm using them incorrectly. I li- I just like words with the word. I like words where you can spell the word ass, like assassin, assistant, asset, asset. Yeah, I lean towards sign. There we go. Lots of ass. Um, I got another football idea. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say that. Texans blew out the Lions. The Teamsters blew out the Cowboys. I'm glad that I had a beef Wellington to make, and that kept me occupied throughout the day because I feel like if I was just trying to avoid work by saying, like, oh, no, I'm watching the football game uh, under that um, pretense, then I wouldn't have been able to get away with it. I was going to say, as a podcast, we were all over Washington Teamsters plus three. It pays to listen, folks. It pays to listen. to listen. You, put, you took the Lions, too. But we won't I, I did. about that. <laughs> I, I, z- I zagged when uh, everybody was zigging. Well, the podcast went 500 on those picks, <laughs> so that's cool. And if I don't bet, usually if you guys split picks, we'll always go 500. By listening to one of us, you'll be fine. Perfect. Um, there you go. That uh, I was uh, hearkening back to the Seattle uh, Eagles game. Hearkening. I know that you were watching uh, the – Exchange between Darius Slay Jr. Congrats on your dad having sex. And um, 
Uh, Congrats to everybody on your dad having sex. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Everyone. Shout out to you and your dad. Um, I think that personal fouls are cool. We talked about this, that you should have some kind of rivalry, some kind of edge. Like if the Bears are getting the shit kicked out of them, I want to see some personal fouls inside the red zone. Like, oh, you're going to move it half the distance to the goal? Who cares? We suck anyway. It's already 41 to 10. Like, I just want to see someone stuff Aaron Rodgers into a locker or someone just, like, piss all over Aaron Jones. Hey, you know what, Matt Nagy, you're not calling any plays anymore. Go out there, run out midfield, get in the referee's face. Like, pull his flag out of his belt and, like, wave it in front of his face when Trubisky gets face masked twice and say, (laughs) call some bowels. Get kicked out of the game. Fire people up. (laughs) Go Lou Pinella. Start kicking some dirt. Yes. Yes. Like, why not? You're inside the red zone. This is your whistle. Fucking use it. Yes. Luke, can we get you on a bus to Soldier Field this weekend? Like, this would be electric content this is like the stuff that gets guys to play for you speaking of electric and talking about soldier field this weekend guess Uh, what we do get the return of mitch trubisky against the lions oh yes he always wins these (laughs) he always wins these Oh God! So with that being said, Bears meatball is back. We will be ta- <laughs> we will be taking the Bears and laying the three boys. Oh my God! We I are was... late. Wait, wait, wait! I thought it was four. Uh, last I saw, no, it's three. It I audibly gasped. I heard on uh, <laughs> gasp. Sil Sil Bimmons said that the Bears are favored by four on uh, GTL because the Lions haven't ne- have never beat the Bears with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. I think never. never. Um, um, I was also no, a it's, trader. It's still, it's still three. Okay, never mind. I don't know why they I use that. they use those ultra square FanDuel ones because they're owned by FanDuel. Oh, owned. Um, speaking of Mitch Trubisky and North Carolina, um, I gotta take. Are we in the trust tree? Yeah, of course. Um, I know we might have some elderly listeners, so I don't mean to offend anyone. You're gonna have to speak up. Your mic isn't working as well as it normally does. I don't mean to offend any of our older <laughs> listeners, but the Jordan logo just really should not be worn by anyone who's over the age of 50. It just looks bad. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look right. Are you talking about good. Jim Harbaugh? Is this the wing one? What's like the basketball at the wings? No, just the, the regular. Uh, well, that Jump one man. for sure. Jumpman, yeah. I, this was Mac Brown. I'm watching the Notre Dame <laughs> North Carolina game, and Mac Brown just looks fucking ridiculous with the Jumpman logo plastered all over his body. <laughs> like it's just not right. Like I know he's doing the cool dance thing. When he's doing the dance thing, it looks kind of funny because it's like, oh, he's like trying to be young and cool. But when he's like sad on the sideline, his his mask is dripping down past his nose. Like it does. It's just not a strong look on anybody who's old. Uh, who's a, like a stodgy coach at an Adidas school? Um, it what would does be like a, mean? Like curmudgeon old school football guy. Oh, it would be like uh, if Brian Charlie Kelly, Weiss? Brian Les, Kelly, Les Miles at Kansas. It would be like if Brian Kelly or Les Miles came out onto the field wearing like Yeezy Ultra Boosts with oh. their <laughs> like yes. khakis and their headset and their polo. Hello, fellow youths. I'm here to recruit. Is you Charlie Weiss, these bad boys? Is Charlie Weiss associated with Kansas football anymore, Zach? He's coaches at Sleepy no, State think so, University. But 
Where? Why? I'm looking. I so I I I typed in less miles. We're gonna go off the cuff a little bit, doing a little less less miles. Uh, it's Google okay. Search. You can step on that joke, Zach. I know that you're very busy googling less miles. <laughs> I am very busy googling less miles, but he's no. He has like his bio, and you know, like known for Kansas football, LSU Tigers. But he's in two movies. One's called The Last Whistle, and then. He's in a movie about the Challenger disaster. Hmm. I didn't know Les Miles was in movies. Wow. Two of them. Okay. Um, Charlie Weiss, uh, record. How many wins do you think he <laughs> had in two seasons and four games? A total of how many games is this? Uh, 28 games. How many wins did he get in 28 games in the Big 12 Conference? Ooh. Thirteen. Zach, I'll take twelve. Idiot six. Oh. <laughs> so he had a parrot. He did have a parrot. Um, he he stopped coaching in 2014, so I don't know why I thought about him. Um, oh, the picture on Wikipedia is him signing a football for a young fan uh, wearing a Brian Urlacher jersey. The fan is wearing a Brian Urlacher jersey, yeah. or Charlie Weiss. <laughs> the fan is, and Charlie Weiss is looking thin and good. Is he? Yeah, he is. There's he, also he... a whole paragraph called health issues. <laughs> when he underwent surgery, Weiss stated he was afraid he would, quote, drop dead from obesity. That's why oh, he got bad. gastric bypass surgery? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's not surprising. Uh, oh, I mean... during a game in against Michigan in 2008... Uh, a defensive end collided with Weiss on the sideline and or broke what, his leg. Uh, he tore his ACL, his MCL. I don't know if he broke his leg, but he tore his ACL and MCL. That's insane. Yeah, he was in. I think he was up in the booth for the rest of that season. But I remember that happening. I think I was actually watching that game live for whatever reason. But yeah, he got hit by a big guy and just abs. He's not going to get out of the way. You think Charlie Weiss was agile when he was coaching college football? Absolutely not. He couldn't even, like, take a step back. He was just like, well, I guess I got to try and think of the queen and take this one, and uh, it didn't really work out for him. Well, it's funny because as someone who's injured those ligaments before, it, it's, I'm picturing him trying to, like, slowly run away, but he, like, turned his body and then got rolled up on, so there was an attempt to escape, <laughs> which is probably... <laughs> which is turning his body not even 90 degrees, but maybe, like, 75. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out Charlie Weiss. They fired him early, and he got paid a ton of money to not coach Yeah, Kendrick. he did. Our, 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 good friend, our good friend Chewy MB brought up the uh, brought up co- uh, coach buyouts today, and I feel like that's that's got to be the dream, right? You just get promoted oh, to yes. like, you just get promoted, you know, one level above. Then everybody's like, eh, kind of can't really do it, but you sign that big contract, and then they pay you not to work. Shout that's, out, man. That's Maggie. the eventual like trajectory of my career. Is like fail upwards until I become a chief marketing officer somewhere. If things go like relatively poorly for like one year, the first person that they fire is the marketing guy. So I'll golden parachute right out there, live the rest <laughs> of my life in fucking Bora Bora until that gets swallowed by the Pacific Ocean. 
Um, this is the perfect segment for Luke. Uh, I was tutoring a student today in a marketing class. So we did a little marketing research for a local business in our hometown. And one of the ideas was, would you want to do some um, social media marketing? Would you like to do any in-print media marketing? And the, the student said, well, I don't know any magazines or businesses that operate out of I was like, oh, really? You've <laughs> never heard of the suburban woman of the Northwest suburbs? Worlds colliding. The quintessential B word. There's also town and country. Hmm. There's there's three magazines for uh, our hometown. That gives all the listeners some hints for where we're from. Which well, you literally reveal. just said it, so I'm gonna have to go yeah, back and post and beep it. But that's okay. So, so many breadcrumbs. Um, I'm at the point <laughs> in the, the dots there, guys. I'm in the point of the bear seasons where I have looked up Matt Nagy contract. <laughs> um, he has a five-year contract that will keep him locked up through the 2021 season. Uh, and as we know, the McCaskies love to spend money, so they'll definitely they'll definitely be fine with parting ways with a coach to not you know to pay him not to coach. <sighs> they it looks like there's we've been on four-year um, cycles. We had um, Lovey Smith, and then Mark Tressman had a four-year deal, and then John Fox had a four-year deal. This is Matt Nagy's fourth season, 18, 19, 20. This is third. third. 17. No, this is his third. His third, okay. Well, sounds like he's going to get one more if we're following trends. I mean, I bet you I bet you they, if they do anything, they probably keep him and they get rid of the general manager, which has kind of been what they've done, right? Like, they, got, they kept Lovey. They got rid of, was it Jerry Angelo? And then brought in Phil Emery. Um, they kept Fox, brought it, or no, wait, did they? They keep Fox and then bring, no, 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 they brought Pace in with Fox, I guess. But. Pace was with Fox? Okay. Um, I also just saw an ad fly across the screen. Do you guys know the point spread against L- LSU and Alabama this weekend? I'm sure it's very high. Bama by, Bama by that pile. Bama by 28 and a half points. Yeah, that sounds about right. LSU, 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 this year. LSU sucks, man. Didn't they start the year like ranked sixth or eighth? Yeah, Mississippi State beat the shit out of them in the first oh. week, and everybody. And then I was starting the KJ Costello for Heisman. Then uh, I think he probably had like four more touchdown passes since that not, week. Not Brad Cumbest. <laughs> He's the runner-up now. Now yeah. we're yeah, Cumbest for Heisman. Come second best. <laughs> Come second. Um, what other football things are on here? We've got the idea of loaning NFL players. I like this. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like this has been broached before by some, by some, uh, some like NFL writers. But um, Luke, especially as our, you know, the soccer guy in this pod, you'll probably European correspondent. Yeah, our European correspondent. Ha ha ha. You'll probably you'll probably understand and be able to to more light on this. But I was thinking like. How, like, why don't why don't they sort of why don't they do that in the NFL? Like the loaning of players, right? Like, especially in a situation now, like you know, Balt. Think of Baltimore, for example, with with um, with with Lamar being sidelined, and they're still like in the hunt, right? I mean, do you really want to start? Would you really want to start RG three, or would you want to say like, hey, why don't we like loan out Mitch James Winston? Jameis Winston, exactly. Like somebody, like you know, think about Teddy Bridgewater last year. 
um, Ryan you know, Fitzpatrick like, every year. The, the, exactly, exactly. Ryan Fitzpatrick, like he'd be on every, he'd be on everybody's team. Like it would be a situation where you'd have a quarterback who was probably going to come back, not like a season-ending injury, but um, you'd someone you could, someone you could bring in to sort of like right the ship, and then like the team who gives him up, like clearly needs to rebuild, and they would get assets out of it, right? Like, I guess I don't know if it's a trade or if they could get money like i don't think they don't get like in soccer you get money for them right like you get cash for the players what if there or is salary cap relief or something like that yeah, there have to be something relief there have to be something in it for the other players but um i could i could envision this with like i could see this being a market for like offensive linemen or like defensive linemen people you could theoretically plug and play um who would you know not need so much time in the system i know toilet you're probably getting really upset because I'm boiling down line play right now, but in terms of asset management and the ability to like plug somebody in and help your team out, I feel like that would be like a there'd be like this secondary market in loaning out like linemen or linebackers or you know defensive ends. Like, hey, we just need somebody to pass rush, and we don't want to give up a second round pick to get you know to get um, I don't know fill in the blank from some other team. Um, my first thought is that this would work if you had a group of like mercenary players where they would make a little bit more money than like a vet minimum or something that they would actually get signed for. Maybe like all the teams actually pool together like a slush fund that like ha- like Ryan Fitzpatrick is literally just and there's just like a house which would be cool in like Kansas in the middle of nowhere and these what? guys are just throwing <laughs> out in the mercenary house all the time and then the bat phone rings and so then it's like hey. you created the hype house so yeah, you, for so loan you, system you, you've created the one day contract house yes and these guys are just tiktoking all day making <laughs> juicy content for the teens and generating interest and then ryan fitzpatrick the bat phone goes off last friday and it's like hey man Broncos, everyone's got the Coco. Exactly. Hop on a plane to Denver right now. And he's got, like, all those guys have, like, you know, a legitimate contract. Like, Fitzpatrick's getting, like, I don't know, $7.5 million to hang out there all year long. Um, Let's see. Kyle Long, if he was like, you know what? Like, this whole thing kind of sucks. Like, I'll just, like, I'll offer to, like, jump in there and, like, play for someone's team if someone will give me, like, $5 million for the year to hang out in the hype house. And then maybe the phone rings, maybe it doesn't. Maybe I gotta hop on a bus and go to Oakland and play a game for the Raiders. I don't know, like one week at a time kind of thing. I like this idea. So you start, you actually, so you 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 would entice the guys with like a base salary, like you'd get five million. Let's just say, uh, everyone gets five million. Everyone gets five million, and then with each game you play every week, you get like you get a certain like bonus from each team. So, like, not yes. only do you just get your base salary. Yeah. If you play more, you get bonuses, too. I love this that. Is like so in- get, like, this is, like, so incredibly lower. stupid. This is actually, to- Toilet, you, I was going to, I was laughing at this, and then now I'm I'm way on board. No, I actually this is, love this idea. This I is love so this fucking idea. stupid. No, this because idea if these is guys had NFL, If these had NFL, guys had NFL caliber talent, they would already be on a roster, first of all. They would be playing on a roster, and it's but not just like. they don't but, get to make TikTok videos yes. during the week. Like, yes. you so, want to go do practice? That's like the whole thing. Like, you don't get paid to play. You get paid to practice. Oh. Yeah. Playing is like the fun part. 
Good. So, like, they'll actually know nothing about the <laughs> schemes or whatever, and you'll just be throwing a cornerback out there, just be like, "Yeah, go out there and cover, baby. Yeah, you got go this." Out, you okay? The dude who wears eighty-four, just stay on him the entire game. Yeah, that's how NFL defensive coaching schemes work. <laughs> like, I got him. No, the way that it would actually work is like the Dolphins, for example. For, because I'm actually liking this for basketball now that you're talking about it. Ooh. Yeah, it makes it makes way more sense for basketball because the way that it would work in the NFL is that you have a guy who you can get something for, but you would want back at the end of the year, who you have like a relatively long-term contract with but you feel reasonably comfortable with loaning them out to another team under the assumption that he's no more li- likely to get injured playing for that team than he would for your team. And that's the big difference with the NFL is that the average length of career is three years. And if you have a guy who you like, you're not going to want him going to play for some other team. But if you can get assets for like a backup, that's going to go play that you can rent to some other team. And maybe he pans out at some point in the future. Then yeah. Yeah. If, for like your nickel corner or something if some team is like really desperate for someone in the defensive backfield or if you've got like a loaded offensive line like you're the 2016 Cowboys and you've got a you know second backup tackle that the Raiders could desperately use so Derek Carr isn't on his ass 30 plays out of the game then that's how that works your hype house idea is um, awesome awesome fanciful yeah well you get to play football for three years but you can make tiktoks for a lifetime (laughs) tiktoks last forever (laughs) the talks last forever Nah, Uh, i still i still like i still like our idea our idea toilet yeah zach and i will run this and we're gonna cut you out luke yeah oh you're gonna run a 33rd nfl franchise called (laughs) hype house kansas Yes. Where you have a bunch of unsigned. It's Charlie Weiss is coaching them up. (laughs) Charlie Weiss is coaching them up. They're running through drills on Wednesdays and Tuesdays to fill up the the Maction gap in the schedule. And if they're in Kansas, we can have Les Miles give them acting lessons for their TikToks. (laughs) Yes. This is perfect. This is perfect. Yeah, you can get all the uh, players that have, like, since been dumped off of practice squads and then go to the Bachelorette. Like, or something like that. You get Dale you know, Moss. You know, Luke, you're you're significantly overlooking the uh, greed factor of the owners. If and I approach them with a thirty third franchise, that means they all get a franchise fee. Mm-hmm. Franchise fee. Franchise fee that we have to pay for toilet yeah. and sack. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna spring for that franchise fee for your NFL franchise for a team that doesn't play games. Okay. <laughs> it's also Yeah, but uh, uh, you uh, have to give uh, them tons a salary. Of, tons of tons of social media interaction. Um you can't you can't put a price on you can't put a price on branding. Well, you can. It has to be more than five million dollars per player, which is the salary that you've guaranteed everyone. No, we knocked him down to two. Oh, you were already down to two. <laughs> Luke, can I try and sell you on another franchise, which I think you will be more interested in? Sure. Okay. So I'm watching the, I don't even know what it's called, uh, the dog show on Thanksgiving. Well, technically, oh, I, I, I can't wait to hear this. I saw you put this on here. I am dying to hear your explanation <laughs> for this. Uh, Zach, did you watch the, uh, the whatever, something Cambridge dog show, whatever? 
No, I didn't, but I, I'm I'm ready for I'm ready for the take that's going to yeah, come from this. Let's, let's hear it. Okay. Well, yeah. first things first. I wanted to give a shout out to Hattie in the herding group. Uh, the Welsh corgi did not finish, did not place <laughs> Ooh. in the. Ooh. Uh, but you get many boobs for being adorable, regardless. Um, and then Hank, shout out the 13 inch beagle. Don't know what's 13 inches, but whatever it is, <laughs> in that group, body. beagles. Uh, in the in the um, what's it called? The Hound Group, fourth place, baby! Shout out to all the beagles out there. Um, what did the dachshund get? Because you have to average the scores between the dachshund and the beagle and whatever else Hank is. Um, oh, I don't know. Uh, he's more like Basset Beagle combo. Um, I feel like the Basset wins like every seventh year. It's oh. like the poodle. The poodle's a powerhouse. Okay, yeah. well, point point number one, we need to do a little bit of research and find ways to make money on this next year because I feel like maybe we can boil this down to some kind of science and get some research boots on the ground. Uh, we can make a little bit of scratch here. Um, no pun intended, scratch. Um, yes. The, the second part is I don't really understand the scoring for these dog shows. Is it just like uh, geometric proportional beauty based on measurements of dog's tail there- to- it's like objective measurements of what a dog breed is supposed to look like. So yeah. like my my mother-in-law used to show dogs and she actually showed uh, uh cardigan Welsh corgis different okay. than different than the Pembroke, but um like she'll be able like she'll look at a dog and she'll be like like you can't show like she'll say you can't show that dog because it has like like something will be like wrong with the tail and you're like what are you talking about? Like that's you know it's a great looking dog but like Mm-mm, no Speaking of, there's Hattie. Hopefully, yeah, the there's his up. dog. Hell yeah. yeah! Shout out! Shout out! Um, uh, but yeah, you're, yeah, it's it's like I don't get it either because like I don't have the eye for it. But I guess apparently there's some, you know, objective measurements for each breed. It's okay. like livestock grading. You see the same yeah. things at like any state fair. There's an objective breed standard for this dog. They get judged by an expert of that breed to start out with, then of the group than some like ultra expert who has nothing to do all day but know what size penis every dog breed should have. <laughs> and that's literally part of their job. Mm, yes, I'm a dog penis expert. Mm. And that person gets to dress up in a tuxedo once a year and look at all the dog penises and decide which one is the best. <laughs> Well, um, from that disgusting image, I just wanted to say I think it's really cute when they have like the kids be the one to like bring the dog out there. I just think that's like it, you should just lean in and be like the cute, wholesome show to see like these like like tarted up dudes like in like really sh- those stretch khakis are really working overtime. So you can like take a knee and like give your dog a treat and yank its tail up so you could its butthole percolates a little treat, bit more. Treat, 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 treat. You got to get that like like weird little leash that they use. You know, like the one that's like you can hardly yeah. see, but and it's like, like yanking, <laughs> yanking its yeah. neck up. Yeah, I want like. I want sideline reporters. I want like uh, body cams. I want micro. I want these dogs being mic'd up. I want Tony Saragusa <laughs> down there giving me like what it smells like on the cutting room floor. And Not now, great. And now, and, and now we go to the uh, uh, old English uh, shepherd dog. Uh, what do you have to say? <laughs> <laughs> this leads me to my idea. Okay, so I think both of you are already in just by looking at the title. The title um. is. A dog show for the people. 
I want a dog show. I want events like whose dog actually barks the loudest. I want like oh, who... <laughs> that's not where I thought you were going oh, with this. Oh, Do you want dog Olympics. I want. I want just like I don't want like these like you know. Oh, this dog has the most perfect penis or most pink <laughs> butthole. I want like. Oh, your dog can destroy the most toys in 30 seconds. Or oh, your dog is actually like takes the biggest dump like on on camera. Like we weighed it. This is actually the biggest dump a dog's ever taken. That's like the kind yeah, of I, 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 I really want to hear the packet that you're putting together for the networks on this. So like, hear me out. We're gonna put a camera on dogs taking a dump. <laughs> I'm gonna find the dog that sheds the most. Yes. Okay. Because everyone's convinced, like, oh, my dog sheds. Like, let's actually yeah. have a – let's air it out, and we'll have a dog show for the people. These kinds of things, like, we'll get mutts involved. Like, that is – like, rescue animals only. Get your purebred garbage out of here. Adopt, don't shop. Um, and I want to see these mutts go – this is the mutt version of dog show. Which pit bull can bite the most children? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um, I'm curious, so what did you think this was going to be about? I thought you said dog show for people. (laughs) 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 What is the ideal man? Well, um, are you Google searching? No, I'm not Google searching because there are many definitions to what a man is. Um, and Brian Lombardi of, um, I guess he's not of the New York Times, but contributor to the New York Times certainly has an idea of what a man should be. Um, And Brian Lombardi, I don't know if the included caricature with the article is supposed to be a caricature of him, but it's a man with a classic haircut and a relatively strong jaw shedding a single tear. Oh, beautiful um just to lead in i think that brian lombardi is like an amalgamation of like the straw man that motherfuckers like jordan peterson and ben shapiro and all the steven crowder all those fucking douchebags are like liberal men are weaklings like because this guy has is not gonna lie, a little of fet, and um, we'll, we'll get into it. But um, toilet, we- there's some fighting words at number seven oh. on this list. Let me get in there. I'm not even in the doc. I don't even know what we're talking about. Like, Explain yourself. Like this guy, I think if you would like look up lib cuck in the dictionary, it's just this article. Yeah, that's a it's a good it's a good way to good way to sort of summarize it there, Luke. It's it's like. It's everything that, um, <clears throat> like Ben Shapiro and and those and that and his ilk is uh, um, arguing against. And and don't get it twisted. Like Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro, they're a bunch of fucking nerds who wouldn't know Dorks. what masculinity looked Dweebs. like if it hit it in the face. Because first of all, they talk about men being hard all the time, so they they just <laughs> their idealized man is a hard <laughs> man. Um, <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder if they need to talk to some uh, some English dog penis experts. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Um, but let's get into it uh, with Mr. Brian Lombardi. Being a modern man today is no different than it was a century ago. 
Cool. Sure. Being a modern man today is no different than it was a century ago. So being a modern man in when was this written? 2015, no different than 1915 when you had to be a modern man by slapping your horse on the ass to make sure it was awake in the morning so you could go milk the cows. It's all about adhering to principle. Sure, fashion, technology, and architecture change over time. Those are the only three things, as do standards and etiquette. <laughs> Not to mention ways of carrying oneself in the public sphere. But the modern man will take bits from the past that strike him as relevant and blend them with the stuff of today. This is terrible. Hold on to that stuff word. So, number one, Brian leads off with a fucking banger. Number one, when the modern man buys shoes for his spouse... He doesn't have to ask her sister for the size, and he knows which brands run big or small. To which I would say, Brian is just straight up outing himself, number one, as a foot fetish guy. I, um, I know what my girlfriend's shoe size is. I don't know if like brands run large or small. I would, have no, I would have no idea how to buy shoes for my wife. Like I, I would, I, I'd have no idea what to buy, where to look. I've bought and shoes I'm, for and a partner, I'm sure, and I'm sure if she, if I bought them for her, she'd just return them. Yeah, I bought shoes for a partner before that they picked out, and it was the size they requested, and then it came, and then they didn't like them, and then they never returned them. So, um, <laughs> I, I mean, feel you never know. Is, yeah, you never know. Well, if you were a modern man, you would have, you would have known which brands run big or small. Yeah, I, I would have been able to tell her, hey, actually, you need to get a size up because that's not good. <laughs> It's a great conversation. Hey, size up. No, size I don't think up. It's gonna fit. I think you gotta size up, babe. <laughs> so I described Mr. Lombardi as a libcuck, um, and like trying to fit into that mold. I think that number two is the only rule here that breaks the mold of that a little bit. Number two is the modern man never lets other people know when his confidence has sunk. He acts as if everything is going swimmingly until it is. So swallow Deep. your feelings, big boy. Yeah, never ask for help. Asking for help is a sign of weakness. We all know that. The modern man is considerate. At the movie theater, he won't munch down on a mouthful of popcorn during a quiet moment. He waits for some ruckus. That's Sounds just like being the- courteous. <laughs> Sounds like the modern man didn't get to eat any of his popcorn during his viewing of the Phantom Thread. Or the Quiet Place. <laughs> or a Quiet Place. <laughs> Until Only the during end. the waterfall scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, number number four. Number four kind of like falls in the mold of number two. It says the modern man doesn't cut the fatty or charred bits off his fillet. Every bite of steak is a privilege, and it all goes down the hatch. It's a fillet. Um, what what part is, is fatty. fatty or charred? <laughs> I guess he's outing himself as not being a steak guy. Like um, this yeah, is you a only T-bone. eat fillets. This is a T bone rule. Like pick up the bone of your T bone and eat it. <laughs> fillet is a wedding steak. You don't actually buy yourself a fillet and cook it at your house. I order fillets at steakhouses. Yeah, that's what I'm saying at restaurants, but at your house. I don't, no. I don't buy fillets and bring them to my house. Yeah, a good ribeye. Ribeye, strip. New York strip, yeah. Man stuff. Favorite cut of steak. 
Yeah, Storm on my plate, brother. Yeah, I like strip steaks. Strip steaks the best. Strip is good. It's usually the it's usually the most affordable. Okay, we got to get off of it. We got to get off of talking about the affordability of steak. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, it's way too my- midwestern. Oh, did you go to the Aldi's and did you see their price for New York Strip? <laughs> Aldi has terrible steak. Sorry. <laughs> You're like I'll Aldi stand, but not for steak. I I will Aldi stand. Go to your local butcher. Okay, sorry. <laughs> The modern man won't blow 10 minutes of his life looking for the best parking spot. He finds a reasonable one and puts his car between the lines. Uh, There's no argument here. Yeah. I'm definitely that guy, too. Do you guys have any dads who, like, went parking spot hunting? Toilet? No, my dad was the opposite. He'd be like, oh, can I park, like, four parking lots over and then walk? (laughs) So that no one t- no one scratches my car. No one so yeah, much as lays a retina sure. on my car. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't have anybody parking next to my 2018 Nissan Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> no free ads. No free but ads. It is truck month. If anybody wants to be our truck month, we will be the exclusive truck month of what any whatever vendor wants to grab a hold of us. Yeah, we're up for we're up for sale. It's past Giving Tuesday, but we will receive on any day. Before the modern man heads off to bed. He makes sure his spouse's phone and his kids' electronic devices are charging for the night. Again, no. that's just like okay. Being courteous, I guess. You're not, I don't know. You're not supposed your to sp- charge things overnight. It kills the battery. Is your spouse an adult? Like not plugging <laughs> oh, in. It- Got him. Um. This number one, seven. Th- number seven is fighting oh, words. Yeah. Number this is- seven. This is a shot at you, Zach. Um, the modern man buys only regular colas, like Coke or Dr. Pepper. If you walk into his house looking for a Mountain Dew, he will show you the door. Uh, hey, modern man. Um, you know, I'm driving tonight. I'm not really drinking. Uh, my stomach is a little upset, though. Do you have a Sprite? This is Here's elitist. the door. This is elitist bullshit. I love Mountain Dew. Baja Blast is amazing. If I every any time, whenever I used to find it on the promotional kicks, I would buy it. Is Dr Pepper considered a cola? But no. I would. Dr Pepper is not a regular cola. It's its either. own thing. No. I would consider it Coke or Pepsi. RC. Pepsi. <laughs> That's like not modern. That's Dr. like going Kroger. backwards. <laughs> oh my god! I love number eight. Go for it. <laughs> The modern man uses proper names for things. For example, he'll say <laughs> and not chopper like some gauche simpleton. <laughs> uh, call me a gauche simpleton then. I love... Hey, uh, can you grab me a Mountain Dew out of the fridge? You gauche simpleton. I will buy... I'll get you a cola from the refrigerator. <laughs> God bless. I will drive my automobile to the airport terminal. Oh, my God. This guy just dunked on us. Number nine, having a daughter makes the modern man a more complete person. He learns new stuff every day. Hashtag oh. girl dad. Hashtag, Hashtag girl, dad. girl dad. Yeah, if you only have male sons, you don't know shit. Are you going to learn new stuff from your male son? No. 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 He's just going to be exactly the same as you. Get concussions. Yep. yep. Like... Become an alcoholic later in his life. Or earlier in his life. Or earlier in his life. 
be a gauche simpleton yeah. <laughs> as one is should we write the uh the retort how to be a gauche simpleton in one easy step yes <laughs> sponsored by ben shapiro sponsored by roman it's just a, a link to the joe rogan podcast <laughs> Well, I certainly agree that you uh, use the most proper noun for each one of those words. Is refrigerator mm-hmm. not fridge? Is helicopter not chopper? Is automobile not car? My wife is a doctor. Well, she's technically a chiropractor, which isn't a doctor. <laughs> but she does not have a wet ass pussy. Dude, he had a he had a he had a tweet today, or he had a he had a uh, segment today talking uh, about the uh, Vanderbilt kicker. Oh yeah! Oh, I knew he was gonna do it. Dude. Oh man! I knew he, he could not resist. He got it. He he also like he was. He said something about how her kick. I was, called like, that. I called terri- it. Dude. Was like terrible or something, and people were like kind of dunking on him, being like, "Well, they were specifically trying to squib kick, and she actually like kind of did her job right." So I don't really know what the point. Like, I guess he was getting uh, he was getting upset that she was getting lauded for a thirty for a thirty yard kick. And then he claimed that his wife, I didn't know she was a chiropractor, but he said that his wife has done more for the advancement of women than Katie Fuller has. Yeah, she's a, he constantly calls her a doctor. She's a chiropractor. Wait, oh, this so guy lives in doctors. DeKalb? Oh, well, thanks for, like, spoiling, like, the punchline of the entire thing. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. cut it out. Oh, my God. Did you got? Uh, I know you guys already seen this because I'm looking at it for the first time. The modern man listens to Wu-Tang at least once a week. This guy is just a narc. This is like a narc article. Yeah. None of this is real. He probably has never even listened to Wu-Tang. He probably had the, the Wu-Tang 2020 sign out in, front of his, out in front of his house, too. Y'all, cowards, don't even smoke crack. Oh, number 14 is one of my favorites because this is just this guy, like, being... I, I think he's being, like, pretentious... And he's like trying to be elitist, but he shows his hand too much. Um, and number 14 and 15 are the modern man still jots down his grocery list on a piece of scratch paper. The market, the market that I go to as if I'm going to uh, the bazaar to find my many spices. Go, you go oh simpleton. You go to the supermarket. Uh, you go I to the grocery store. I, I think he's trying to put on the affectation that he goes to, like a farmer's market of some kind. Well, then he goes like to the kind farmer's of open, market, open air street market. <laughs> um, is no place for his face to be buried in the phone, Dude. which is what everybody does in public all the time, forever. And then um, the modern man has hardwood flooring. His children can detect his mood from the stamp. Of his Kenneth Cole Oxfords. Shout out though, like I knew what kind of mood my dad was in by the sound of his footsteps as a kid. Yeah, my yeah, mom on the stairs. True. My mom on the stairs. I knew exactly when I had to get out of bed for real. Um, <laughs> but this is him again trying to be elitist by calling out the brand of his Oxfords, but not selecting a very particularly good brand of Oxfords. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, if he went Allen Edmonds, it'd be too much. How tall do you guys think this guy is? Five, oh, he's either seven. he's no, he's super short or he's super tall. But willowy, yeah, way nothing, in, nothing in between. Like he's tall, but one of those tall men who looks brittle with like the caved-in chest. 
<laughs> so like a so like an Englishman. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna read two. I'm gonna read two out of order here, um, because they're kind of uh, bookends, and this is where um, Mr. Lombardi contradicts himself a little bit. Um, the modern man lies on the side of the bed closer to the door. If an intruder gets in, he will try to fight him off so that his wife has a chance to get away. Mm. Okay, I mean, like, I do this, not intentionally, but you know what? If you want to be, like, the ex-cop who has to sit, like, facing the entrance of the restaurant, fucking sure. Go ahead and do it, modern man. But then later on, um, Mr. Modern Man uh, number 25 says the modern man has no use for a gun he doesn't own one and he never will so he has this like home intruder fantasy where he like dies in vain to keep his wife alive and he sleeps in that position every day in order to do it but could not possibly see the use for a gun ever I'm getting some weird targeted advertisements underneath above that gun though. I'll I'll read them to you. It's uh one is a uh it's an uh, uh like a blue line or a thin blue line, thin red line, like thin yellow, thin purple line hoodie. Another is uh <laughs> another is a um it's like a periodic symbol chart, you know, the periodic table chart symbol yeah. and in the corner it has a 15 and the symbol is ar with a 5.56 underneath what are you looking up on the internet mine's an no aqua idea. de show ad <laughs> uh, well that's that's on brand for you um because we we know how much you love because we know how much luke loves uh luke loves uh cologne ads and then the next one is says just the tip i promise with an american flag behind it and to the left of it, it's like a 50 caliber bullet yep and then we got another periodic table one that says 47 AK 7.62. Ooh, Kalashnikov. That's a little Soviet for uh, that type of audience. Yeah, really. I, these are fucking weird. These, these are getting strange the further on we go. Um, number 17 was the in-joke that we had in our apartment. Does the modern man have a melon baller? What do you think? How else would the cantaloupe, watermelon, and honeydew he serves be so uniformly shaped? <laughs> I still don't have a melon baller, and I'm not getting one because of this guy. Um, I I'll think be a I, fucking Luddite. I don't want to be a modern man. That means I have to get a melon baller. I think I found this shithead on Twitter. <laughs> so he has a... Uh, blue check brigade? No, no blue check. Um, he has not pinned a tweet, so he's consistent with that. <laughs> okay. Um, he talks Actually, about how he yeah. he talks about how he loves Led Zeppelin, and he says he's not a big classic rock guy, so it alludes to the Wu Tang thing. Um, says that a coworker called him out for chewing too loudly on a conference call, so we know that's important to him. <laughs> and then, but he contradicts himself and says the slang of our boys use today is funnier than the slang we used as kids. He says there's ghost simpletons. These ghost simpletons, his kids call people sweaty or tryhards. Those are the two <laughs> things that I guess his children are calling people. Uh, oh, like sweaty instead of sweetie. Oh. Um, okay. You know what? I, I messed up one earlier when I said that this guy is the ter- stereotypical libcock. He, he's not that. He's he's a man of soy. Oh, he's a soy man. No, he's a soy yeah, boy. Soy boy. 
Uh, a, sure. a, a Soylent man. He's a yeah, Soylent. He he's a Soylent Greens. To- toilet. I do like number twenty-two on here. The modern man still ambles half naked down his driveway each morning to scoop up a crisp newspaper. I could see you being a big time um being a big time robe guy going out to get a newspaper in the morning. Yeah, I'll I'll tread out there in my slippers and underpants and like an undershirt basically and I'll like yeah. put the last thing of garbage in the garbage can bef- like as the truck is pulling down the street. Yeah, I will do that. <laughs> I will not order a newspaper though. That's a waste. That's a waste for the environment. Uh, that's true. The um, modern the modern man uses a uh he uses a uh, tablet for his newspapers nowadays. Yeah, definitely. Um, what, what's I, this? What's this free shout out to Michael Mann's films in number twenty three too? Because he likes heat. I don't know. Oh, congratulations! Like, like that's supposed to like say that he's like cool. He watches cool movies too. Uh, he says the modern man has thought seriously about buying a shoehorn. I own four shoehorns. Am I in a, the last evolution of the modern man? Am I future no, man? You've already done it. You're not future, just, future. You man. don't have to consult your wife to allow the credit card purchase for your shoehorn, which is why he's only thinking about it. Mm. Um, I also wanted to harken back to the uh, fighting off the intruder piece. I know a girl who owns a baseball bat and has it in the corner of her bedroom. Um, And I think that if an intruder came to her house, she is fully capable of warding this person off. Um, I don't know if this is... This is not very empowering towards women take. Oh, This is kind of slanted towards women are inept. You need to take care of them. Yeah, this is pretty misogynistic. We need to talk yeah. to this guy. Yeah. We need it. We need to have him on. 27 ways to empower women. Number 1, make them order us shoes. <laughs> <laughs> number 2, have her sleep on the side closest to the door. Yeah, have number 3, have her buy nice steak, not steak from the Aldi's. Well, there aren't uh, weird fatty pieces zach you've already um sort of addressed number 20 on occasion the modern man is the little spoon some nights when he is feeling down or vulnerable he needs an emotional and physical shield from the intruder that he's going to fight (laughs) off without his gun (laughs) but he's not gonna let other people know that his confidence is sucked so he's like why don't you just be the big spoon just for like whatever fun (laughs) i don't do something random things are going swimmingly yeah, it's like totes random, but like, it's like do you so random. <laughs> you wouldn't say totes random. You go simple. <laughs> uh, this is so stupid. And then yeah, to cap it all off, the dude is from fucking DeKalb. Yeah, when you were going uh, through this before you got to the bottom, where did you envision this person was from? New York City, Brooklyn, yeah, like Park here. Slope, or something yeah. like that. He definitely put on that affectation. Uh, like some trying coastal to be elite type, like some Georgetown DC lawyer motherfucker. Nope, I live in a five thousand square foot house that cost me two hundred thousand dollars. Go Huskies. Maction. You guys see that guy who got his pants pulled down when he was running in for a touchdown? That was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that was perfectly Maction. How are there not more butt cracks in professional football? By the way, Brian Lombardi has never watched a football game in his life. Oh, that's not shocking at all. I'm just positing that. I'm not sure if that's true. Oh my I'm just God. getting that assumption. You guys, he calls I, it sports I, ball. He calls football sports ball. 100% lock it. Brian key ignition, got, drive off. Guys, Brian, I'm sending you something in the chat that's amazing. This was the second thing that popped up. 
an article on uh, GSL, which is we all know is a publication, Guns Save Life. Oh yes. <laughs> oh. And the title they, they, is Self Help Trade Wreck. Oh New York God. Times advice on being a modern man. Dear oh, God, where I, did I, we go wrong? I guess this so correctly. Um, Obama Malays. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys! This meme. Uh, we're gonna verbal meme for the listeners out there. It's a uh, side-by-side of a 27-year-old in 1943, a GI holding his canteen, uh, sipping. And then a uh, 27-year-old in 2013 is, uh, you know, just maybe wearing his PJs, drinking a cup of coffee in the morning. But wearing horn-rimmed glasses. Yeah, but wearing horn-rimmed glasses. He looks Not very PTSD, like some kind of lid cuck. <laughs> Both yeah. those guys have very horny expressions on their faces, though. <laughs> Uh, oh my gosh, it's the first line, and this is, yeah, I'm sad to say the author of this trash is from DeKalb, Illinois. <laughs> Not sure which girls prep school he learned all this, but check out number 25. Oh my god. <gasps> the oh my the god. person who wrote this too is just like the opposite kind of fucking idiot. Being a real man is timeless in many ways like our U.S. Constitution. Oh my god. <laughs> It needs not be blended with anything modern any more than we should take the relevant bits of the Constitution and blend them with the stuff of today. I had to take this down, too. Otherwise, I'm just going to go like through the right-wing chud modern man version of this article. <laughs> In some of these, he like agrees with them, but just like edits, edits his writing. A real this man will ask for a beer in a bottle. <laughs> failing the bottle a can oh my, work. oh my gosh a real man doesn't dwell on stupid things like someone chomping on popcorn during a quiet moment real men almost never go to movies with quiet moments anyways like a real scene. man yeah. <laughs> no i never i'd never go see uh you know uh field of dreams at the end and a movie about you know man doing men stuff a real man doesn't know if wu-tang is a drink a crude word for part of the anatomy or a sex act even way he's not really interested i, I gotta Ooh. close this this is so fucking stupid. Okay, last one. A real man will help his wife now and then and has a wife who is grateful for his help. <laughs> oh, this guy's terrible. Oh, my gosh. Okay, last last one, last one. This is about the Michael Mann one. It says, Michael who? A real man has a copy of American Sniper. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my Michael God. Mann this made is, like is, action movies. Like, this is this is fuck? all. This is all. This has got to be. This is this is parody, right? Like this. No, it's if this not. On gunsavelives.com. This is like almost like something written by like PFT commenter. Oh wait, <laughs> hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. I have to add this at the end because this is where the author, whoever he is, starts to editorialize. Note, Mister in bold large letters no mr lombardi does not mention a host of qualities all real men should exhibit and they just list the 10 commandments <laughs> so good oh my god oh did you guys get up to the comments no 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 Okay, oh my gosh, need... people, people are asking if he's related to Vince Lombardi. 
<laughs> we need a palate cleanser. I need I need something to get me away from. Okay, that was enough of the modern oh man. Oh my god! Oh wow, that was so good. All right, can oh. I uh, take five and uh, grab a brewski and we can uh, pick yeah. this up in a sec? Yeah, okay. that's cool. Yeah, good idea. Can check. Claw, baby. Oh, um, speaking of claw, I tried the Bud Light Seltzer Christmas pack. Ooh. Um, there is a peppermint patty flavor seltzer in that. Um, I was not expecting chocolate to be part. I don't know what I expected. You're like, not expecting your socks patty. to be blown off. Um, it was terrible, abjectly oh. terrible. Oh. Um, what flavors? Uh, peppermint patty. Is it like a York patty? Yes, that's exactly what it's meant to taste like. Or I guess if you're doing a peppermint patty shot, kind of like a chaser, but it tastes like chocolate and mint. If it was just mint, there are some situations where I could see that potentially being something that I would want. Maybe with like some cucumber vodka, maybe. Um, I feel like I could get away with that. I put rumple mints in like normal white claws before and sometimes that works out like okay depending on the flavors um the apple crisp flavor that's a part of the christmas pack though is delish i know that i'm keeping you wrapped with attention right now zach but oh no 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 i it's uh i'm, I'm listening um but that one was really good it just tastes like uh cider but not as sweet it fucking rocked i had like three of those on Saturday night. On Thanksgiving morning. <laughs> Thanksgiving morning. All right, boys, what else do we want to get into? That's a big um, segment. Um, this is this is a good one. <clears throat> um, the percentage of people that I have seen doing this has gone down dramatically since college. Luke, as a city correspondent, you might have a more uh, up-to-date answer. Uh, when you were in college, what percentage of people that you saw walking alone were either singing loudly or talking loudly to themselves wow um i mean i see this often in chicago but it's usually like a homeless person singing or talking to themselves there's a guy in wicker park prophesying who, who uh <laughs> rollerblades around wicker park shirtless singing at the top of his voice not wearing <laughs> headphones um, but Sounds just, like a like, legend. Goes around in a loop for a couple hours a day, and he, I mean he's in good shape. So I mean, more power to him. Uh, he, he isn't bothering anyone, but he's singing loudly, like belting, shouting music at all times. Yeah, I was just driving to the froth course a couple weeks ago, and I just saw someone he- tossing scoops. Someone headphones in, like full body singing like dancing to the singing that they were doing by themselves <laughs> just walking on the long out along the street and i was like that's a fucking mood right there get it you know jimmy jimmy butler used to do that all the time around marquette he would really? just sing yeah he would sing taylor swift as loud as possible <laughs> so what is like i guess the motivation behind that or you're feeling good and you yeah, feel confident good. You're yeah. just singing like no one is watching. Dude, the modern man feels confident. <laughs> the modern you know, he man. Doesn't, he doesn't show a lack of confidence unless he needs to. All right. Well, I guess, Luke, what percentage of people by themselves do you think are singing or talking to themselves? I would say one in 300. 
Oh, wow, really? <laughs> Even in Chicago? People who are singing to themselves. Or talking to themselves, like having a conversation alone. It's it's difficult to tell as the years go on, as Bluetooth technology develops more yeah. and more. The but, people having conversations with seemingly themselves might be having a conversation with someone else. Even like them, like screaming into their headphones is different from like talking on their phone, like holding their phone up to their face and like quietly having a conversation with someone. I usually give people the benefit of the doubt if I do see them sort of like talking um, just by themselves or something. I assume that they're on their AirPods or they have like some sort of um, they have some sort of uh, uh, hearing device. My dad actually and his hearing aids like he actually can like link them up to his phone so he can start talking and he just looks he's not wearing earbuds or anything like that. He's just talking. I mean, I get that in the context of your own home or your own office, but I would I don't think I'm ever going to be a person who's just like walking the street having a phone conversation without holding a phone up to my face to show that I'm on the phone. Oh, I do it all the time with my AirPods. Okay, am I, I them. am I a boomer then for yeah, wanting yeah. to see your phone to prove that you're on the phone? Yeah. Having two hands free right. is a game changer. Yeah, one hand on the cigarette, one hand on your dick. Checking out its measurements. And, and, and I'm walking so down the street. I'm having a good time in Logan Square, Chicago, IL. Um, I'm just having, doing my thing. I'm having a cigarette. I'm feeling my own dick. Par for the course in Logan Square. Perfect dimensions. Just like I always knew. Going to the Walgreens. Going to see what trouble I can get into there. <laughs> oh, awesome. Um, Dancing, I, I, I don't know. I feel like in school settings, you see it a lot more often because you get. I, I'm I'm sorry, Zach. <laughs> what was that? I'm saying. Were you just like, ing into your mic? <laughs> no, I'm chewing my fingernails. Um. Uh, in school environments, you get all the drama kids together and they start singing whatever the spring musical <laughs> tune is. Or actually, no, it's last year's spring musical, like opening chorale or something like that. Um, and, and that's when they start singing or like, I don't know, the mediocre soprano who just got out of voice lessons is like still like twittering around like she's some kind of fucking disney princess um I, I, and i of course like when i went to college um where i lived was like right across from the school of music so i used to see a lot of those people in a very concentrated area so i don't know maybe i'm just biased but uh that was my take on it the uh i use school of music it's good school of music it is jacobs is a good school They've actually produced a lot of um, really talented opera singers. Um, Jim Cornelison, uh, IU grad. Shout out, Jim. Shout out. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of speaking of music, I mean, do we want to? We both, uh, Luke, you and I, both have Spotify Year in Review. Oh yeah, absolutely. Has some topics. I mean, do you want do you want to hit yours because I think yours. You are someone who is a collector of music. I mean, Correct. you collect artists, you collect songs, you collect genres, as uh, Alex Trebek would say, rips. Genre. Genres. Um, I, on Genres. the other hand, I, on the other hand, am a toilet when it comes to music. No offense to our toilet here. 
None taken. I, I literally listened to the same, like, 400 songs, and I am so depressed with my Spotify year in review. Why? So, I... I don't know. It's 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 making me it's making me change and like making me want to like branch out and like listen to some new listen to some new artists, like maybe become an album guy. I don't know, like you know, oh it's sacrilegious to listen to a song out of order in an album. Like I'm gonna become an album guy. Yeah. Um it, it's easy to fall into bad habits with music, especially with Spotify. Um I've got a couple suggestions. One toilet, bring the mic closer to your face, we can barely hear you. Um, <laughs> to you. <laughs> to um I mean rate your music is a great resource, but it it's like reading. If you fall out of the habit of reading and if you go to like Reddit books, half of the posts on Reddit books are like how do I start reading again or like a high school English teacher made me read and now I feel sad about reading and I can't read anything other than Harry Potter. How do I read? It's like pick up a fucking book and start reading and start building that habit. It's not that difficult to sit down and read a book. There's a bunch of easy ones. You don't have to start with Dostoevsky or like anything crazy like that. Um, you don't have to start with the rise and fall of the Third Reich if you're like trying to learn a little bit about World War II. There's entry yeah. level stuff, but for music, it's like saying like I'm gonna sit down and listen to this whole album, even if like while I'm cooking, and I'm not just gonna futz around with it. Um, it's just like a habit that you can force yourself into. If you have a record player, playing albums is a really easy way to do that, um, but spotify or apple music or title or whatever you use it's just like keeping your hand off the fast forward button is the trick so my spotify year interview is kind of funny because <clears throat> mine is hooked up to my phone but it's also hooked up to my alexa in our kitchen <laughs> so uh whenever it is me playing music on my phone obviously it's me but then whenever it's playing on our alexa it's either me or it's amy who is home all day and uh, my top artists for the year. You try and pick out which one of these is from Amy. Tame Impala, Drake, The Baby, Gorillas, <laughs> and then Casey Musgraves. <laughs> I don't know. Is Tame Impala overlap status? Uh, it's probably overlap status, but yeah. Are you that big of a Drake fan? I never knew this about you. It's just great music to like, just kind of zone out, make dinner, do the dishes to. Yeah, but oh, you listen you to like five the same five Drake albums. I just say play Drake on Spotify. There was one year Zach, oh. where you and your wife saw Hampton or Hampton, Jesus Christ, Hamilton for the first time, and my Spotify was hooked up to the Alexa in our house, <laughs> so yes. you were just always playing Hamilton. And Leslie Odom Jr. showed up as one of my top artists for the year. <laughs> Because you're playing the Hamilton original soundtrack so much. So, Toilet, I get it. Um, I had uh, uh, Carly Rae Jepsen sneak into my top songs of the year, even though I only started listening to this album, like, last month. Shout out to Carly Rae. Mm. Um, I guess the point that I was trying to make with the Spotify year in review is, like, it's all over Instagram right now because it's, like, the first couple of days of it and people are wanting to share but it, it might just be confirmation bias but i've really not come across any real surprises other than one of my friends 
Um, his top song of the year was Misbehavin' from the show The Righteous Gemstones. <laughs> <laughs> Running through the house with a pickle in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that was his number one song of the year. Uh, but I, people, my num- Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say the people who probably have really interesting picks and are like really into some like different shit and are going out there um, are probably just never posting them. Yeah true yeah that's that's true my top song of the of the uh of the year was uh the man who sold the world by nirvana Uh, their nirvana cover wow and then the david bowie one was also in the top five as well i i read i read a couple not to brag i read a couple of books not to brag about kurt cobain and nirvana in january and february and then like busy season started with with the counting so like i literally just listened to like the same like four or five albums for like three months straight uh shout out to toilet being the most progressive my number one song of the year was trans by gorillas so getting my level you you did it toilet congratulations did it congratulations man you are a more modern man than me (laughs) wreck of the wreck of the edmund fitzgerald in my top five that's a great top five. Luke, what's yours? I feel like you're dying to tell us. Uh, my number one song of the year was War Pigs by Black Sabbath. Ooh. My number one artist was The Grateful Dead. Duh. When did you become a deadhead? Like a few years ago. He's always loved marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> he always loves the pots. I mean, it's good stuff. It's like good to zone out to at work. Um and it's, I mean, I'm listening to live albums, it's not just Friend of the Devil. Casey Jones. Um, yeah, I'm just going to do the uh, do like the first five minutes of Casey Jones acapella here. Okay. And then, uh, Luke, you could, yeah, you could jump in with a, uh, with a solo if you'd like. Sounds good. Um no, but I, I get it. I, li- I like the non-lyrical like lyrical music for work. I also have like two gigantic playlists of just jazz music, just ambient electronic, and just exotica easy listening for reading purposes. Can you... Just, like pure instrumental. Can you listen to lyrical music and write emails? No. I can't do it I can't do it, do it when I read either. I can't... Uh, People who can read, people who can listen to lyrical music and read, are just on another plane. Yeah, Uncle Jim, what... my stepdad, watches television while he's reading. My dad does that too. It's a serial killer move. My and they student, can, they can keep up with what's going on in the television too. My students will be like, uh, "Mr. Toilet Sexton, uh, I like to listen to music while I am reading because it helps me to concentrate." And I'm like, "No, it does not. You're just listening to music and staring <laughs> at your screen. You're not actually reading. Stop listening to music. I will play bossa nova classic classical music in the background. Please do not listen to. Don't the- make me put on the baby right now. Okay. <laughs> I wish I could play. I real wish I played the baby. I play like Yellow Magic Orchestra, and I play like uh, what else do I play? Selena Gomez and Ariana Grande for the kids. But every once in a while, an explicit song sneaks in there. Like, uh, what's, what's her name will sneak in there and drop like a very explicit part in like a otherwise very wholesome song. And I'm like, oh Megan man, Stallion. yeah, Megan, 
Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion will make an appearance in a Ariana Grande song, and I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> hit the next button real quick. Dude, you should hit up my uh, jazz and ambient electronic and black metal uh yeah, playlists. send it to me. I'll I'll share it with the kids. They'll love it. <clears throat> we used to listen to we used to listen to um oh crap. Uh help me out, guys. What's the soft rock station in Chicago? The drive. Uh, the Brian Lombardi station. <laughs> Softest rock. I don't know. No, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a drive delight. Oh, is what it I, used to be. Ninety three nine the light. Ninety three nine. Ninety three nine Christian light. music, I thought. It might be now. I mean, no, it's 15 not. It's, years ago, it was definitely not. Few, it's one of the few channels that's not Christian music anymore. <laughs> um, but we used to listen to that in uh, art class. I remember. And like it was basically like every third song was a Chicago song. Not like the city. I'm talking about the band. Selena. She's got um, some bangers. Yeah, that was like, yeah, she that does. was also, especially when we were growing up, Chicago and their 80s stuff was really only like 15 years removed. Thanks Especially for making like, me feel old. Like their mid 80s, like oh, Saturday in the Park. You're the inspiration when you love somebody. Call it inspiration. Yeah, they weren't that far off from that. Um, nor like the era of Gordon Lightfoot and Fleetwood Mac and. The Doobies, Michael McDonald, are all our soft rock greats. So you're basically just talking about a yacht rock station. <laughs> yes, <laughs> hell yes. Toilet um, is no longer listening to the podcast. I've Fans on the yacht rock, yacht, the yacht rock, our our yacht rock art rock collab. Yacht. We could have a a yacht rock. Rock that's just, good inside of a tent. Yeah. Mongolian throat singing yacht rock group. <laughs> For your yurt. <laughs> minute by minute by minute by minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That's just the perfect ending. I love that. Uh, Unless there's anything else you guys wanted to talk about. No, we're at time, dude. (laughs) We're pushing two hours now. This is electric. Uh, We could talk about some lit hold music. Did you get some lit hold music? I was on hold for an hour this week, so I was just like, dude, how is there not better hold music right now? They're trying to get you to hang up. (laughs) Marketing. (laughs) Boom. Yeah, they're trying to get you to hang up. You just got marketed. But they keep saying, like, your call is important to us. And I figured out how to do it while I was waiting on hold. So you're they're trying to get you to hang up, especially what? if you're in the queue for like, I'm trying to cancel my account. Oh, no, I was not in the special queue layer of hell. I was in customer the queue. retention. Mine was like uh, they canceled something I had to like, I, I was supposed to take a test and they canceled it and I was just trying to reschedule it. Like, I don't know. It, it yeah, your herpes test. Oh, yeah. No, it's a DNA test, but it turns out I'm already 100% that toilet. Oh, okay. You beat me to it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Well, you took a DNA test, and it uh, turns out you're 100% ceramic. Ceramic. <laughs> um, well, I guess it worked, Luke. You just dunked on me left and right this uh, this podcast. That's what this podcast title may have to be. Why is, why is toilet crying? He just got dunked on. 
All right. Uh, well, I think that's as good as any point to uh, call it for a week. We've covered a lot of ground. All right, you prehistoric men. <laughs> Have a great fucking week. Get things done. Love you, boys. Call your mothers. <laughs> <laughs>